Hi, I'm Taylor Flegel, also Taylor Swan, and I'm class of 2013, and you're watching the Dingo Talk. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carla Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. Uh, my guest this week is Taylor Flegel slash Swan, class of 2013. Uh, this is the New Year's episode, so happy New Year's to everyone. Thank you, Taylor, for being the last guest here in 2021, uh, and we are moving into 2022 with the Alumni Tour. Uh, Taylor's going to tell us everything about how she got to Bethany, a little bit about Bubba's, a little bit about Chuck, a little bit about Bethany in the academic side and the social life, and then we're going to talk about everything after Bethany, and then she's going to tell us what she feels the brand is and how she would sell this to another student. Um, so, But it's not my job to tell her story, it's her job. So without further ado, this is Taylor Flegel. You want to know by now. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carla Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week, Taylor Flegel. Swan, but she's Flegel. Uh, Taylor, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Uh, you are from the class of 2013. Uh, so let's jump right into it in 2009. Yep. How do you end up, because you're from Maryland, correct? Yep. So how do you make your way to Brook County, West Virginia? Um, so I was originally going to go to Frostburg State University in Maryland. Um, and then my brother transferred to Bethany his junior year, um, to play football and, um, cause Bethany had a sports management program. So he wanted to switch it up, transferred. Um, when my brother and my parents visited, I was still in high school, still very much in high school. Um, they fell in love with it. They drove up like winter time and they crossed, you know, the, the hill and drove past old Maine, and they saw all the Ogilvy lights um, and they just fell in love with the area. So my brother transferred there. And then in 2009, summer 2009, he and his wife, who also is a, a Bethany grad, um, they got married there. They got married in um, commencement and had their reception in the calf. And I just, I fell in love with like the interaction and just the love for all of his buddies and all of her girlfriends that they had. Um, Chuck was there. My guy Chuck was there. Um, he was the babysitter of my brother's. Yep. He was the babysitter of all my brother's uh, knucklehead friends. Um, and I just, I truly fell in love with just the camaraderie and the, the intenseness of love that they had for each other. Um, and I had visited Bethany a few times for my brother's football games and just, you know, the small atmosphere. Everybody knew everybody. Um, I'm from a small town. I'm a people person. Um, so I told my parents, I think it was like July. I said, mom, dad, um, I don't think I want to go to Frostburg anymore. And they're like, oh, goodness gracious. All right. Well, what's your plan? And I said, I think I want to go to Bethany. So that was like on a weekend. And that Monday, my dad's like, all right, well, we'll call up RJ Zitzelberger and we'll <laughs> ask him, you know, what he can do for us. So RJ hooked me up um got me into Campbell Village which was probably my number one selling point because your girl needs some AC um and it's one and, of the only buildings on campus that has it yes so it was uh it was it was all she wrote it was like a 24-hour thing and it was the greatest choice I made so when you came to Bethany or I guess when you were going to go to Frostburg what were you going to go study and did that transfer to what you ended up studying here Yep. So I was going, uh, my dream was always to be a teacher. Um, I didn't know exactly what level, what subject or anything, but I knew I wanted to be in the schools. Um, I wanted to be with kids. I wanted to coach. 
Um, the only thing that Frostburg had that Bethany really didn't was that I was going to play field hockey and lacrosse. Um, but I had such a, an amazing high school experience with my sports that I was like, eh, you know, I'm good with it. Um, you know, I'll hang my hat on those. Um, and I knew I wanted to go Greek. Um, I knew I wanted to um, make friends that way. My sister-in-law um, was a Zeta. My brother was on the football team, which was kind of its own, uh, its own beast of a fraternity. Um, so she was a Zeta. So I was like kind of a Zeta legacy in the Bethany world is Zeta, Zeta legacy, but at a big school, there probably wouldn't count. <laughs> um, so all, and I mean, all the girls on campus, um, I roomed with volleyball players. They were all so nice. Um, and so, yeah, Frostburg really didn't have much to offer me that Bethany didn't, um, and nothing that I wasn't willing to part with to become part of, you know, the Bethany fam. So you brought up Greek life. Well, I guess that's where we'll start. Uh, we, sh- we could start with Chuck, but that'd take 25 minutes. So we'll do that yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of this I segment. Talk, I can talk about that guy all day. <laughs> um, so you, you kind of are a rarity coming to Bethany because most people that come here don't have that Greek like in their, in their brand, like I'm going to go Greek. Um, and Zeta was the choice from the beginning or was where you were hoping to land. And that's where you ended up landing. Why Zeta? What was, the, what was it about the Zetas? in 2009, 2010, that really brought you to them? Um, so truly, honestly, the Fine Muse and the Alpha Zs, they were freaking awesome too. They were all so kind. They were all so welcoming. I knew not a soul when I landed in Bethany. Um, I live five and a half hours away. My brother was six years older than me. So we still had a few um, like overlaps, but not not as many as, you know, I would I would have liked to, you know, really kind of find my groove. But I was able to, you know, kind of make a name for myself. Um, the Zetas were all of them, you know, they just automatically flock to you, you know, if they know that, you know, you're a good kid, you get good grades, you know, that you're a decent human, you know, all the girls want you, they want you to be a part of their family. Um, but the Zetas, they just, they, they're my people, you know, they laugh at the same things. They, you know, we just partied together. They, um, their philanthropy is obviously one that most women can, you know, really get behind the whole breast cancer education and awareness. Um, everybody's been affected by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and another part of it was that my sister-in-law, you know, is also a Zeta and, you know, just to have another commonality with her, um, you know, that we have a bond of not only, you know, marriage through my brother, but also, <laughs> you know, kind of our own traditions and, you know, our own secrets that my brother like dies to know. Um, and he's like, he's like, well, I'm married to a Zeta. My sister's a Zeta. Like, I have to be able to know these secrets. And we're like, no, dude, you can't. Well, you're not in. <laughs> right? You're not a Zeta. We'll have, exactly. We'll have to kill you. But Zeta was awesome. I mean, turquoise, blue, steel gray. You can't can't go wrong with that. Um, and we were next to the Alpha Sig, so you also can't go wrong with that. <laughs> and that brings up. So the reason I will only call Taylor Flegel and not Taylor Swan is because she didn't have a first name when I, when I got to Bethany, you just yelled Flegel across campus or well, let me rephrase that. Maybe people didn't. I just yelled Flegel across campus and she would go, Hey, how are you? so, um, and Greek life at that point was kind of going through some changes. There were ups and downs with the male houses specifically. I mean, KA has their, has their kind of demise at the time. Um, Sigma Nu and Alpha Sig are kind of really battling for those football players for that right. at that point. Delt and Beta and Phi Tar are doing their thing with being, you know, Delt being the Alpha chapter and Beta being <laughs> Beta and 
whatever Fyta does up there in the corner. Right. Um, but Greek, Zeta. <laughs> and Greek Greek Hill was just a different, just like the people that lived in CV would say that the CV Hill was a different place. Greek Hill really was. You could you'd play, you'd see the Alba Six playing basketball. The Zetas would have to beep at us to get us out of the way. Um, we didn't really have a, surprisingly, we didn't really have many issues parking. Everybody kind of just went like, oh yeah, it's every other spot and whatever you do, you don't get a spot too bad. There's a hill up there, go up there. Um, so academically, you said you were a good student. What, what was the difference between high school and Bethany, like when you got to college, was there any academic transition or were you pretty much prepared for what you went through here at Bethany? Um, I was, uh, I was pretty prepared. Bethany is just so great in the fact that like, like my high school wasn't huge. Um, it was, my graduating class was like a little bit bigger than Bethany's. Um, so the fact that I remember one of my, uh, the girls that I grew up with, she's like two or three years younger than me. She came for a visit to Bethany Mm -hmm. and she came to a class with me. I think it was like a Friday and, um, and I didn't go to the class the Wednesday before I think it was like big little night or something and he calls me out didn't even care like didn't even care that I had a visitor he's like oh you know Miss Flegel you weren't here Wednesday and I'm like oh man like I'm trying to look good in front of my people like but and I think just them knowing you just I'm the type of person like I would fall under the radar in a heartbeat like oh you don't know me I'm not coming to your class you know I'll do the bare minimum but I don't want to, I, I can't blatantly have somebody know that I'm, you know, a scumbag. So <laughs> um, just having the small classes really kept me in line. Um, and the professors at Bethany, they were also understanding. I mean, you know, I, I lived six hours away. So if a family emergency happened or, you know, my brother gave birth to my nephew, like they're all like, you know, have at it, like, you know, leave. Um there's the flexibility and the understanding, you know, helps someone like me, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm a feelings person. Um, you know, if you're a jerk to me once, I'll probably go home and cry and probably never talk to you again. Um, but all the Bethany professors are just so inclusive. I mean, seeing them on campus, even the ones that you didn't have, um, you know, knew who you were and knew of you. Um, Dr. Lovano is my guy. Um, <laughs> he was a saint. We would have classes with like just three of us, me, Elena Heck, and Taylor Verico would just literally just sit around and talk with Dr. Olivano. And they just the the love that the professors have for that small school is just amazing. So we covered the academic side, we covered part of social life. I'm gonna bring in that other social aspect of it. Um, and as you brought up at the beginning, we you and I share that kindred love for one particular man here at Bethany who's no longer with us. Uh, Charles Kern, Chuck. Um, any stories that you'd like to share about the bar that uh, won't get anybody in trouble, we'll say? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I got a few. I didn't get in too much trouble, but Chuck was, um, I called him the Flegel babysitter because he dealt with my brother and being that, you know, you're younger than my brother, my brother was a legend at Bubba's um, to the point where Bubba himself, one of my first weekends at the bar, Chuck takes me over to introduce me to Bubba. And he says, oh, hey, you know, Bubba, this is uh, Rod Flegel's little sister. And I'm like, oh, you know, hey, Bubba, how are you? He says, are you going to rip your shirt off and do elbow drops on the floor like your brother did? And I was like, um, no, sir, I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, but Chuck, 
he literally it'd be we'd go to the bar on a friday or saturday night first time i saw him well you know of like that week or whatever if i didn't go to a thirsty thursday or whatever oh fliegel i know what you did i'm like what yeah i know what you did last weekend i'm like how do you know because he was trying he knew he knew every single thing he knew if i went home with someone he knew who my friends were kissing the night before he knew if i was getting pissed off and i was about to fight a girl he would grab me by my shirt and tell me to kick rocks to the downstairs i would sit on the ramp with him and we would just people watch and he didn't let i think like you and i were probably the only ones he let sit on the ramp with him yeah because he was big on the get off the ramp nobody's supposed to be here right keep him and he had that move come on come on keep it moving so i'd stand there and just bullshit with him um my dad absolutely adored him my dad you know trust trusted chuck with my life and my life is my dad's you know golden goose um so he he was he was an amazing guy you know if you called him at 3 a.m on the side of the road he'd be there um he like i said he was at my brother's wedding and he he would joke about it all the time your brother sat me with all those knuckleheads we're like yeah chuck you're the only one they listened to like you had to sit there. You had to babysit them. We didn't have a choice. What do you mean? Right, right. But he is a heart of gold. Um, I remember he always had the pictures of everybody. And I don't like nobody else had pictures with Chuck, but I always seemed to get a picture with Chuck. And I was like, Chuck, you got pictures of everybody else with you in this bar, but not me. And he's like, okay, well, frame one and give it to me and I'll hang it up. And I'm like, Okay, beautiful. So when I graduated, I printed out a picture, framed it. I think you got it for me, didn't yep. you? Once, once the bar closed, um, and he's just—he's a beautiful soul. He and I miss him literally every day. I think about there's not a time where my brother and I and my sister-in-law don't get together that there's not a Chuck story that comes up. Especially when you think of Bethany, you think of Chuck. Most yeah, and Chuck. Like, he might as well have been Boomer. I mean, literally, <laughs> he was the—he was the epitome of what. And for a guy that didn't go here, like he never went to school here. He went to West Live, right. but he worked in Bethany. And that was, people were confused. Like, how did Chuck live off of working at the bar? Well, that wasn't his only job. Like he did a daylight right. job. Like, right. Um, so interesting enough, a time hop old tweet from our time at Bethany. And it's specifically you. Uh, apparently I was yelling at somebody, an administrator, I would, I would almost guarantee it. Uh, and the tweet says from, from Flegel, oh, I don't know what the hell is going on, but Carlo's really pissed off over there. So whichever one of you administrators pissed him off, just know he's been letting you have it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. So I'm assuming that might've been like a, actually I, for it to be right around this time, I, I couldn't tell you. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. I I saw it this morning and was like, what could I have like? Because I remember some Greek week things that I definitely lost my temper at Jerry Stevens. Well, we all did. Well, we all did. But in the middle of December, like we were already home by now. Right. So like, I don't know what the tweet was about, but apparently I, and I would guess that I maybe had enjoyed Bubba's a little too much that night or a well, bar obviously. that night. Right. And then just decided I'm going to state my grievances to the buildings because right. nobody else was listening. That's um, hilarious. Other than the, those two aspects of social life, what else do you remember? Cause I know during your time we had, we had Chingy. People will forget we had Chingy, oh. the, the greatest concert that ever happened to Bethany. Absolutely. <laughs> um, 
the sporting events were still very much attended by almost everyone. Yep. Um, what was your take on that side of things? Like the social aspects, there's not much to do in the town. For those of you that don't know, if you come to Bethany, there's chambers and now there's chambers, but that's it. Um, but when we were in school, we had the college in, which was coming in January. It still is just keep waiting. It's coming January 1st, uh, chambers. And we had Bubba's and we had boomers and we had other places that we could congregate. And there were other things you had speakers and such like that. Any of those stick out to you? Um, so the Chingy concert was absolutely amazing. I mean, when they announced that Chingy was coming, me and all the Zetas were like, at first we were super confused, like, cause obviously Chingy at that time was like, you know, not, not hot, but we freaking made him hot. We made him hot. Joyce Chernenko went out, bought all the Zetas matching shirts. So we looked like a gang. Um, we all, it was like when the trucker hats were big, the snapbacks or whatever, we all wore the snapbacks. I remember, I think it was Alyssa Davis, Alyssa Weary now, um, I think it was her hat. We managed to chuck up on the stage. Chingy's brother, who was, you know, with him, I'm sure like a roadie or whatever, <laughs> was put the hat on and we lost it, man. Like you would have thought it was like, I don't, Jay-Z wearing the hat. Like it was amazing. That concert was absolutely hilarious. It was the first concert that I think Bethany had had in like a long time. Um, and and I mean, it could have been freaking Joe Smith from West Lib playing and we all probably still would have shit our pants. Like, yeah. it was amazing. The whole week leading up to it, it was so much fun. The pre-games, the post-games, I have pictures of some other alumni who had graduated, came back, passed out on couches. Um, so that was amazing. And I remember, I think it was my senior year, might've been my super senior year when I was student teaching, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did MGK perform? MGK okay. and Waka Flocka. Yeah, okay. I thought so. But I was student teaching, and it, I think it was like on a Thursday or something, and I had mm. to wake up and drive out to freaking Weirton to student teach. So <laughs> I didn't attend that one. But looking back, it's cool. But he was nobody back then. Um, yeah, he was a wild boy, and that was it. Like Right, right, ex exactly. And he was, I believe he opened for Waka. Like, he wasn't even the main attraction. Oh. Waka was the concert. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I, re I remember a little bit of that, but I personally didn't attend to it. But I do remember um, Steve-O came, and that was like a highlight of my life because I'm a big jackass girl. I was raised on that shit. Um, Steve-O was awesome. He showed us his mangina literally in the calf. It was hysterical. Um, I remember, what's his name? The Uncle Joey. Dave Couillet. Yeah, he came. Um, we had a lot of, uh, like, inspirational motivational um people especially because like a lot of those things were mandatory for the greek members to go to mm -hmm. um i remember this girl i don't remember anymore i used to follow her on instagram she was like a, a you know a, a, a girl um motivational speaker i don't think any of the guys came to it but i remember i still quote her to this day she said if you're bored you're boring and i will never forget what she said because i i'm like i'm never bored so obviously i'm not boring um not and then we had i remember um a uh, 9-11 firefighter came he spoke up in I believe it was the art um what's the art up in the like the fancy one up above yes. old Main. um no the, the um the one above the calm oh uh, the Renner Art Gallery yes thank you goodness gracious he came spoke there he I literally was crying um Bethany was just really good at and I mean there was like somebody like every other week I felt um just there to you know speak and meet people and shake hands and those are just experiences that i feel like you don't get at a big school 
No. Um, they may come and they may talk and they may do their presentation, but you're not going to personally shake hands with them. I shook hands with a 9-11 firefighter, which is something that I wouldn't have been able to do. Um, and for those but, of you who uh, don't know, Chingy was not the skinny guy that you remember. When he came to Bethany, he apparently had done P90X or he did something because he came yeah. out. He was like, woo. Yeah. That's what I remember. I remember that. And I remember I have, I still think I still have a t-shirt somewhere, a Zeta t-shirt that yeah, says yeah. The, the Chingy concert on it. Yes, like. Yeah. <laughs> like stunner shades on it or yes. something. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, but as far as the sporting events, um, I'm a big sports girl. Um, so, and like I said, my freshman year, I lived with all volleyball players and the volleyball team from what I know is still pretty badass. Um, but they, yeah, they do their so, thing. What's that? They do their thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easily. Um, literally three out of my four roommates were um, Beth, uh, volleyball players. And so I'd go, I'd, you know, support them. And like, I learned to enjoy watching volleyball. I don't watch volleyball in high school. I had my own stuff to do. Um, but it was freaking awesome. Me and, you know, a couple of my other buddies that I had made, we'd go. I mean, we would like would go to Franciscan. We'd go to WNJ um because that's how good they were like I'm not traveling to see a losing team I'm watching I'm traveling to see a team kick some ass you know um I'd go to the soccer games the baseball games one of my favorite weekends in the entire um Bethany school year would probably be uh kegs in the outfield um and my brother my brother and his buddies would do that and so those are you know just the things that while my brother and I were already very close you know but we just have these other things that other siblings you know don't have you know the similarities of your college experience, um, the kegs in the outfield. My brother said that him and his buddies would like heckle the other teams. They were the left field loonies. They were the beginning yeah. of the left field loonies. Exactly, exactly. So, and I was too busy doing dizzy bat and running <laughs> around Bethany Park. Um, but that that's probably honestly top 10, one of my like favorite weekends in Bethany. Um, there was just always something to do. And because you just knew all of the kids on the team you had, uh, like, you had a, oh, you wanted to win. You wanted them to do well. You know, that's the kid who sits right next to you in math class, or, you know, mm -hmm. that's my neighbor in CV. Um, it's not like, oh yeah, I'm never going to see these kids again. Like, no, you're going to see them in the calf. You're going to sip them. You know, my sorority sister dates the pitcher. Like, you know, you, you just, you really get to know everybody and it's just amazing. Well, that's a good, I think that's a good place. We'll take a pause and send it to Chambers yeah. General Store. Because uh, if you came to Bethany and didn't go to Chambers, you didn't actually come to Bethany. And if Chambers doesn't have it, you don't need it. It's on the back of the t-shirts that they're selling, <laughs> the second round of them, I believe. Although we need to talk to him about that burnt orange color that he picked because it reminds me of another school and yes, not yes, a big yes. fan of them. No, I'm no. not. So I don't think anybody that wears the green and white is a big fan no. of that place. No. Um, but he also has breakfast sandwiches, now biscuits and gravy. Uh, we're in that time of the year where the soups are out every day. He's got a daily lunch special. First Friday of every month is Fish Friday. Um, and again, the, the, the back of the shirt is the truth. If Chambers doesn't have it, you don't need it. They literally have everything you could think of in a store. Um, but this is Taylor Flegel, quotation mark swan. Uh, class, of nine, class of 2013. Almost put you at 1913. That would be interesting. Cool. <laughs> Um, I'm Carla Guadagnino. You know, this is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour, and we'll be right back. While you're in Bethany, make sure you stop in the store for a daily lunch special 
breakfast sandwiches all day. Try out the biscuits and gravy. Guaranteed it'll fill you up. And also look for our new burnt orange chambers. If we don't have it, you don't need it t-shirts. And our psychedelic green third edition Bethany Mushroom Capital of the World t-shirts. Now back to you, Dingo. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carla Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Taylor Swan, but she's really Flegel from the class of 2013. Uh, we covered everything from how she got to Bethany and the social life and the academics and what it was like in a, on a week-to-week -week basis here, really, that there wasn't, there was never nothing to do. Um, now we lead into that test, that damn test that connects every one of us together in this small little college here with the blue books and the hives and the I'm sweating thinking about it comps. Uh, so you were a spring comper. Yep. How did you prepare for comps? And what did you feel like after preparation that Monday walking into Weimar Lecture Hall to sit down and start them? I have, I have chills and I don't think they're the good kind of chills. I think they're like PTSD type of chills. Um, but comps were for Spanish majors. There wasn't many of us. So it's not like I could get together and study with a group of people. Like I know a lot of, you know, like the ed majors did. Um, so I literally just made flashcard after flashcard after flashcard. Um, and like I hit on earlier, Dr. Lovano was amazing. So he pretty much you know, without telling you what was on the test, told you what was on the test. Um, and, you know, you could ask him any question um, if you, and the, good, the other thing that I liked about Bethany is that if you put in the effort to, you know, to meet with your teachers, to get the tutoring, to go to their office hours, you know, they would help you any way that they could. Um, but comps, I remember, what did we get? Like a week to study, like with no classes, and I, I think I, I lived in CV that year. Um, and I remember I was living with Skylar Williams, Carly Garneau and Hack. Um, and I think Carly was taking on the same time. And I think Hack was too. Skylar was a year younger than us. So poor Skylar was probably miserable that entire week. Um, and our room was like never quiet. We were always doing something, but that week it was probably the quietest um, CV 237 had like ever heard. <laughs> Um, but I'm, uh, I flashcard, flashcard, flashcard. And then Skylar would come and quiz me. She was quizzing me on Spanish, Carly on chemistry, hack on elementary education. And she had no ties to any of them. Um, so shout out to Skylar. She's my girl. Um, but then in that weekend, you didn't freaking do anything. Monday morning, you woke up and you were, it was like walking to your own funeral. Like this, this test literally depends on whether my last four years here are a waste was it a waste of money or is it going to be the greatest experience ever and just like you said that test bonds you um we're what probably the only ivy league school that does a comp exam at the end of your four years um, i think I, I think it's one we're one of i think there's five schools left in the country or six schools left in the country that do a comprehensive at the end of the four years yeah and no. Bethany's one of them. And I tell, I tell all like, you know, my home friends, you know, they all went to school and I would tell them about the comps and they're like, I don't get it. Like you have finals. We had finals too. And I'm like, no, you don't, this is finals of your entire four years. And, and they, they just, 
one, they think I'm incredible for having done so. So I'll let them think that. Um, <laughs> no. And then, <laughs> right, right, toot toot. Um, <laughs> and then, so the writtens weren't too bad because, you know, as long as you can, you know, if you studied and, um, you know, if you remember anything from your core classes, but then orals like were a different ball game. So you have the writtens, what, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning, right? Yeah. And my writtens, or I'm sorry, my orals, I believe were on the Thursday. So I had a day break, which was nice. Like I didn't have to cram, didn't have to iron my suit, didn't have to shower, didn't have to do anything. So then Thursday, my orals were in the afternoon, which again, were perfect. Not a morning girl. Um, and uh, <laughs> I remember they were in Moreland. Also, I said earlier, I need air conditioning. There's no air conditioning in Moreland. They were in Dr. Lovano's office and it was Dr. Lovano, um, Dr. Uh, Men's. Yep. Um, and Dr. Shepard from the ed department. And I kid you not, I had, I was wearing a skirt um, and a blazer because I've also looked, the fashion for comps has gotten way more casual, which throws me for a loop but whatever um and I'm sitting in like these the old plastic chair it was comfortable but I had sweat dripping down my legs my hair was sticking to my neck I was sweating so bad it was hot in there and then when I'm nervous I sweat anyways so I'm just like me and Dr. Lovano are speaking in Spanish back and forth to each other Dr. Menz, I'm sure probably, you know, has a little bit of knowledge and he can follow a little bit, but then there's Ed Shepard just sitting there like this. He has no idea what's going on. Love that guy to death. He's like one of my favorite humans. Um, so it's just all in Spanish and I'm like talking in circles and in circles and in circles. And finally, <laughs> Dr. Alvano like wraps up our like Spanish portion of it. And then they kind of try and tie in the education, bring in Dr. Shepard. Um, and it felt like I can, I can literally see us all still sitting there in Moreland and I'm just sweating. <laughs> um, but then like once it ended, it was the greatest thing in the entire world. You know, you find out right then and there if you fail or you pass. So there's no sleeping on it. There's no, you know, overthinking it. And then they come out and, you know, sadly tell you if you fail or if you pass, I pass, thank the Lord. <laughs> and then I have like probably 10 beer bongs outside waiting for me. There's alumni who have come back. Joyce is out there. There's betas. There's alpha sigs. There's five Mews. Like literally comps brings everyone together. Like misery loves company. That's just a fact of the world. <laughs> um, and it's just something that majority of college graduates don't get. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I remember seeing when I was in high school, I remember seeing my brother's pictures of his comps and he was a winter. So it's snowing and he's over at the wreck and all of his buddies are out there. They're all bundled up. And I mean, people would miss class for, um, you know, like there's, and professors wouldn't care like, oh, you had so-and-so's comps or they'd let you out early to go to so-and-so's mm -hmm. comps or, um, and it was just the greatest thing in the entire world. I remember going over to the Hurl building for all of my girlfriend's education comps and I would pull my car up and just blast music. You had like, you know, like sporting teams have their entrance song, their walkout song. We had exit songs. 
everyone's chanting, screaming, let her out, let her out. And you always knew if someone was going to get distinction because it always took longer. Mine didn't take very long, so I didn't get distinction. But Mine I did either. pass. Mine I, either, I, I passed. That's all I needed to do at that point. Exactly. A W is a W. <laughs> um, but comps is just another thing that Bethany has that people just don't understand. My husband, I tell him all the time, he went to Salisbury. And he's like, oh, you guys don't know how to party at Bethany. You don't know, like, you know, because it's such a small school. And I'm like, Drew, that's all we had to do. Like, we didn't have Ocean City right down the road. Like, our nearest fast food place was Wendy's. And it was, what, 20, 25 minutes away? Like, we had nothing to do. So we hung out. We made up events that weren't even, like, school-related. Or I remember Hawaii on the Hill over at CV that semester that the bar was closed, which was, like, a cool semester. I mean, obviously still sad that we didn't have the bar, but it was still fun because we, we made it, you know, we would have real life house parties. We'd have CV parties. Um, and it wasn't just like, Oh, I'll meet you at the bar at 11. You know, it was like, well, what are we doing tonight? We had to be creative. We had more theme parties. Um, there was more mixers. Um, so yeah, Bethany just has so many things that no other school can offer. Well, so you get through, and that's the other part about what people don't realize about comps is, so once you pass, there's another week where the seniors are kind of just unleashed on the campus, because if you didn't turn your senior project into the library, they'll, they'll get you on that one. They, you got to do that. But other than that, you have no rules. You're nope. like, I remember passing comps. And somebody saying, well, what are you doing next week? And I, in a drunken haze, went, doesn't matter. What are they going to do? Kick me out? I already passed. I passed comps. They can mail me my diploma at this point. I don't care. That test, done. Right. Um, So you graduate, walk across the stage. That's on a Saturday. What is the next move for Taylor after graduation? So for education majors, you had to then if you hadn't already done your whole praxis nonsense, which is just more tests. Um, And so I came home in December, it's like mid school year. So it's a little awkward, you know, school systems really aren't hiring. Um, So I came home, worked at a local watering hole, just like I'm sure a lot of us college graduates did. Um, And then I just studied for the uh, praxis too, which again was Spanish and it was hard as hell um and so then during the summer I started applying for teaching positions and interviewing um I ended up getting a position in a a neighboring county from where I live um I was living with mom and dad uh I finally got my first big girl job thought I was like you know loaded I thought I was so rich um (laughs) I was and I was on teacher salary shout out to the teachers um, but I did that for three or four years. Um, I was the head field hockey, head lacrosse coach, which was another beast within itself. Um, but it's, it's what I wanted. Um, so I did that for three or four years and then I just, I got burned out. Um, the school system that I was in, um, needed good teachers. And unfortunately, just like in most jobs, you know, the good, the good workers, the good employees, you know, kind of get overworked. Um, so I was burnt out. Um, so then I switched fields and now I work, um, I support the federal government. We have a naval base down here um, that I support. Um, so I took a totally different turn, but having, having my Bethany degree, 
you know, still helps me, um, still, you know, help me get the job. Um, so, uh, you know, though I'm not teaching anymore, I'm still very thankful for my Bethany degree. Well, and, and you bring that that up. And since I heard that it's part of a naval base, I'm not going to ask any more questions because <laughs> I don't need Uncle Joe and Aunt Kamala coming down and looking at me. So right. <laughs> we'll just move on down the line. Um, one question I wanted to ask, uh, as somebody who has such a tie to Bethany, I mean, your brother went here, you went here, your family came and saw you got your brother got married here. Um what would you say, or maybe what was the brand when you came to Bethany? And then what it is, what is it now from your knowledge of the, the people you still talk to and whatnot? Um, so I remember when my brother was going there, the slogan was a small school of national distinction. And I, I honestly, I don't really think I know what the slogan is now. Um, but one Bethany, I, I think. One Bethany? One Bethany or Bethany okay. Strong or one of those. It's one of those two. Okay. Um, but I remember thinking like, you know, like, God, oh, why would you celebrate being like a small school? You know, like, I feel like, you know, that wouldn't get people. But then once you learn about the small school, um, you really learn that that is what Bethany has to offer. It's, it's tightness, it's close knit. Um, the town is the campus, you know, people just would be so confused. Well, how can I mail you something? Why well, don't have an address? And like, when I would, um, I had to put in for a security clearance and they would ask you where you live and where did you live when you were in Bethany for four years? I'm like, I had no fixed address. Like I lived at Zeta, yeah. Zeta Tawafa. Like, what do you, what do you want? You'd be like Rich and, Sawyer and have your address is one main Delta, one main street Delta, Delta Greek Hill, find exactly. me. Exactly. Right. Right. And like, people just don't understand that it's just a different beast. And I think like Bethany, I mean, what sold me and I know that what sells other people is just how small and close-knit it is. And I think also like just the legacy form that Bethany has. I mean, how many people did we go to school with that their dad went, their grandfather went, their aunt went, um, their cousin went, you know, there's just so many ties to Bethany. I mean, my husband and I went to Memphis for our first anniversary a couple, couple weeks ago. And we went to the Peabody, saw the Ducks March and everything. And I saw this guy walking out, an older, an older gentleman. Um, and he had a freaking Bethany mask on. And my husband was in the restroom. So I'm like standing there by myself. And I'm like, oh, do I say something? Do I say something? Do I say something? And finally, I'm like, hey, sir, does your mask say Bethany College? And he's like, yeah, it does. And I said, no way. I went to Bethany. And he's like, I went to Bethany. And it's just like, and, and that's not the first time that that has ever happened. Like, hmm. like I said, I live five and a half hours away. So not too terribly far, but I mean, like we go to the Outer Banks for vacation. We go to Myrtle Beach for vacation. And you see these people that have Bethany, a Bethany license plate, a Bethany mask. I mean, and it's just so crazy that, and you can't not talk to them. Like no. it doesn't matter how introverted, how drunk, how sober, how sick you are. You're still going to talk to them. You mm -hmm. have to. And he was telling me that his wife's best friend, his wife wasn't a Beth Bethanian, but his wife's best friend was, and she was a Zeta. And, and it's just like, it, it's, I hate to sound cliche, but it's just such a small world, but it's true. The Bethany world is just so small, but it's so huge. And you never hear any alumni, you know, like, oh yeah, I hated it. You know, and people you talk to is like, they, you just see their face light up and it's just so amazing. And I think, you know, the legacy and, the being the small school, I think that's Bethany's brand. And I think that's, you know, what should be sold that, you know, we love each other. We all know each other. 
you know, and I think it keeps kids like me from getting into trouble because Monday morning at your eight o'clock class, everybody's going to know what you did Saturday night at the bar. So you always got to keep that in mind. <laughs> well, and the, I think the funny thing about Bethany is that for four years or however long some of us went there, um, you complain, oh my God, I hate this place or I hate this or I hate that. And you would assume that there would be more people out there. And I'm sure there are, I mean, we, we, we all know it. every alumni didn't have a great time at Bethany. It, it is right. Weird. Bethany's not for everyone. That's the other right. big part of that is yes. Yes. you have to be a special type of person. Like you pointed out, there wasn't anything to do. If you mm -hmm. wanted to have fun, but didn't, it's because you didn't go and have fun. Correct. I, I mean, it, it's it's a crazy little like we always made the joke about the bubble but it's yep. crazy that that bubble goes all 50 states i mean it's right it, other countries you can go i have a buddy in germany right now who works with a person that graduated five years before he even got to bethany and now they right. work together in uh stuttgart germany like what's the right. what are the chances that you find somebody from this part of that went to school here right. um so with that being said if you were recruiting a person to Bethany, you're talking to a senior in high school right now, or maybe a transfer possibility, uh, what would you, how would you sell Bethany to them? Um, <clears throat> I hate to sound like a broken record, um, but my biggest selling point when I was in that situation um, was just how much, like, how prideful everybody is about Bethany. Um, you know, no matter how expensive it was, because we all know it's putting a hurting on all of our pockets. Um, but I think, you know, just knowing that you're coming in and you're truly going to have the friends for the rest of your life. I talk to my Bethany girls, my Zeta girls, literally every single day. Um, and unfortunately now I know one of the biggest selling points for me, honestly, was Bubba's, um, you know, being able to go in there at a certain age and, you know, still being able to indulge. And Bethany was good for sending kids off to be adults, but also still having, you know, guidance in your professors, in um, admissions, in, you know, uh, people like Chuck um, that really help you transition to the adult world, adult world where you're not doing it alone. You're not doing it yourself. Um, you have, help from literally anybody you ask um i mean you know to the calf workers my brother still talks about um what was her name glenda? miss linda you, well miss linda Davis. or glenda i think glenda is the one my brother still talks about made her made him a heart pizza on valentine's day or something and so it's just and you don't get that at big schools because you're just a face you're just a number mm -hmm. um whereas bethany you know i was taylor i was I was Rodney's little sister for a while, and then I made my own name. Um, but I, but I, I thrive in that, and I think you know, people having ties to the past, you know, really ground Bethany into keeping their traditions. Um, you know, I feel like at some point, comps is like just a tradition at this point. You know, like we can't get rid of them. Like everybody yeah. else has done it. Um, you know, homecomings. My parents were coming up for homecoming. My dad this year was like, we got to get to homecoming, but. Um, you know, they want to bring up my niece and my nephew up to homecoming. Um, my mom would call Ogilby and get the hotel. And then as soon as they would be checking out on Sunday to leave to go home, she would make reservations for the next year. Even if homecoming date wasn't announced, there's a list, there's a list. 
Um, which Just they put me on that do. list for Hunk- Bethany Homecoming. We coming back. Correct. Yes. And it, I, it's like a handwritten list, like nothing fancy. <laughs> it's just a handwritten list. And I mean, my brother had, we stayed at Ogilvy for my brother's wedding. Like it's just, there's just so many traditions that happen at Bethany that you can't ignore, you know, you can't ignore. And honestly, if you hate the, the traditions, then you can leave. Like they're not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. Right. The school's been around for so freaking long. Um, I remember my freshman year, I had my freshman seminar with Dr. Kappel, Bethany History, The Truth, and we toured uh, Campbell Mansion, and I thought it was like the coolest thing in the entire world. Mm-hmm. We toured Campbell Mansion, um, we toured the, like the grounds of it, the cemetery, um, and he was, I mean, he's the heart of Bethany tradition, let's be real here, um, and I think just the fact that that's an option for a class alone, you know, just shows how much Bethany loves its traditions and loves its history. Well, with that being said, I have to thank you for being the last <laughs> guest of 2021. Uh, this is our New Year's episode. So happy New Year's to everyone out there if you're watching. Um, Taylor, Pleagle, the other last name, insert here, <laughs> Swan, uh, thank you very much for being a part of the show, taking time out Absolutely. of your day. Uh, if you haven't, or you just joined us, you missed everything. So go back to the beginning, watch it. It <laughs> makes no sense to watch the end of the show. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Dingo talk uh, on Instagram, Dingo underscore talk. And on TikTok. I'm still trying to figure the whole TikTok thing out. I don't think I oh, use yeah. it the right way, but like, <laughs> Hey, I put videos up there too. So it's at Dingo talk. You can't just type in Dingo talk. You'll find us. Um, but this has been Taylor Flegel Swan. Is that, should I say it that way? Taylor Flegel Swan. That, there you go. There's your creative name. Yeah. You can flegal swan. You That's fine. I'll I'll call I'll answer to anything you call me. You know that. Uh, class of 2013, Taylor Flegal slash Swan, because I think we should give respect to the last name there. Um, I am Carla Guadagnino. This has been the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. We'll see you next Thursday and happy New Year's, everyone. Oh,